Welcome back. This is episode three. And thank you for the ears, everyone. It's a spicy evening over here. Very spicy. Muy caliente. <laughs> Muy tropical. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to contribute, so. Well, it's worth figuring out. <laughs> they can't see me waft in the air right now, but there is resistance. There's... <laughs> That's how, that that that's exactly how I would describe it when I need a fart and can't. Oh goodness! <laughs> Not while I'm wafting. Wafting. <laughs> Is that your stomach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it's basically going out. Ah, fuck oh. you, dude. What did you do to me? <laughs> the, the the cries of distress. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, mic check. One, two, eight. Ben Carroll here. And Joshua Brizuela over here as well. We are your hosts, uh, every Tuesday to be exact. Get ready for some mind-blowing shit, guys. We got a good one for you. Uh, from music chops to just plain old shooting the shit, this is Ben and Bizraeli coming at you with our guest convo appearance of the night. A brilliant writer, a man both uh, creative and knowledgeable, my old buddy of, uh, yeah, well over 15 years, Rob. Ayo. It's a friendship almost old enough to drive, huh? <laughs> Actually, it is. I th- isn't it 15 and a half? I think you can get your your uh, learner's permit when you're 15 and a half now. Oh, so yeah, I think I got. I think I got mine when I was seven. Uh, I had to get my permit, so I know I didn't get it. I got it before I was 18. I was a late bloomer. I got my license when I was 18, and I got my permit like a few months before that. Oh, really? But I don't know. I just lived within walking distance of everything I needed at the time, right. so it didn't calves. feel like, yeah, and I had crazy-ass calves. I was yeah. so in shape, dude, when I had to Up ride and a down bike. Up and see me. Yeah, and he, oh, yeah, because you knew him, so just a little background for, for all the people listening. Um... I, so I went to elementary school with Rob. Uh, I've known him for about a, a little bit over 16 years, and uh, uh, he still has like a yearbook that I've signed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he signed Hags. He yeah, you know those oh, gold. Yeah, in my old <laughs> bullshit <laughs> hand. Yeah, I look like garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I and then we kind of part ways because I moved. And uh, did my own thing. You did your own thing, and then you met Josh. Yeah, in middle school, I yeah. got to usher him into uh, adolescence. I really landed on my knees in middle school. I don't know about you, Rob. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being frank. <laughs> you know, gotta be gotta be open and honest with the viewers. Yeah, that's a big part of it. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. So, tell me about your, uh, you know, your musical inspirations. Where, where does most of your, when you play, because, um, you know, uh, we're going to feature something that uh, we're putting together uh, in a little bit here, but uh, what, what would you say, who, who would you say style-wise, mode-wise, is your uh, biggest uh, guitar influence as far as your style goes. Guitar influence? Yeah, like say. how you do your licks. How- like Albert Hammond Jr. Alright, um, alright. Yeah. Well, I would say Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Alright, um, right on. Yeah. Like, uh, who else? Thinking of like my favorite bands. Kind of put me on the spot here. <laughs> no, it's all good. I know you like classic rock. Yeah. Like you're a big No, fan. I love classic rock. It's so awesome. I love Sage. I love like a little bit of Clapton and a little bit of like, uh, like Hendrix, obviously, and um, blues guitarists primarily like from like the 60s, 70s were like my my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I like the um, 
did, did you ever hear? I'm sure you have. I mean, that's a stupid question. One of my favorite arrangements of Little Wing was done by Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan. Ray Vaughan. Oh, Damn right. Yeah. Oh, Damn right. That is a so fucking. Good. Dude, that is a killer. Huh? I gotta test that out later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah smoke a few bowls and then listen to that. Ooh, for real. Or, uh, yeah, no, that's a good jam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like Stevie Ray Vaughan just because he's like Neo Hendrix, and so he has a lot of those elements, but he still has his own twang and his own. It's weird. Style. He has like the the rock elements of. Well, Hendrix was like blues rock, but I think in in a, in a way, uh, creatively speaking, stylistically speaking, um, I, I'm not gonna say Stevie Ray was kind of a creative reincarnation, but. They share very, very many similarities in in the way they play. Am I wrong? No, I would, I would definitely like argue the same thing. Like with the hammer-ons and the, like, um, just a lot of technique, like similar technique in terms of what they're doing with their fingers and their mm-hmm. guitar work, and um, and how they embellish different solos and leads and stuff like that. How much of how, uh, how long have you been playing guitar for? How many years? Um, I've been playing guitar for it's coming up on uh, ten years. Nice. And I started when I was fifteen. Right on, fifteen, dude. and I was in freshman. My freshman year in high school, um, I got an acoustic guitar for. I got I got the acoustic guitar the Christmas before I got lessons. So it was like five or six months. I had a guitar and I really wanted to play, but I was a little bit. I wasn't motivated enough to do it on my own. I needed somebody to like discipline me and kind of get me in the practice of things and right. kind of keep on me because if I don't have somebody that I you wanted someone to hold you accountable right, yeah. right 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 I know you know that's important for me too yeah, the fear to disappoint that's, that's, that's a, a huge, huge motivator oh yeah well that I mean for me I'm just I know that I'm fucking lazy <laughs> and yeah. if I there, there are times where um, I'm glad I have a roommate. <laughs> yeah, because he uh, he yeah. does remind me of things quite often. He's like, oh Ben, you remember? That? Oh shit! Thanks for reminding me. You know, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a perk of being in a relationship and living with your your spouse. Is it's the same thing? It's kind of like, and you guys that, are really a great couple. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Now we hit like every couple has their ups and downs, but at the end of the day, I'm like pretty happy and. I think that, uh... I'd say you seem very happy around her. Yeah. You seem very... When you're around her and you guys are laughing, looking yeah, at each other... Toasty and, and toasty with each other. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are... You guys are... You guys really care about each other. It's yeah. Really sweet. And, and there are days where we're not necessarily in sync, but it's not the worst thing in the world. I know that she's just having one of her days. Yeah, she's... You can pick I'm each other up when the other's low. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has their moments of... Of uh, reaction instead of response, so to speak. Yeah. I think I know. For me, I used to have really bad anger. Uh, do you remember my anger issues in elementary school? Um, yeah, I remember like you having um, behavioral kind of issues. Not like where you. Uh, oh, I was a fucking nut, dude. Yeah, mm. you remember that? No, I remember you were just the eccentric kid in the, the back of the classroom. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, I always did my own fight. Like you know, yeah. beat to your own drum. Yeah. Thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I was stubborn. Oh my god, it was a stubborn... I still am stubborn. I think that runs in the fam- family. Well, I feel like a lot of um, intelligent people don't like the, I don't know, the structure of academics. Like, I, I feel like like being assigned a place to go right. and having like a set of directions and uh, some people who are younger and have that intuition or they have that intelligence, they don't mm-hmm. want to follow orders. They want, like you said, you were stubborn in your own ways and you wanted to kind of... Oh, like, and because of that, I learned a lot of shit... That. I learned a lot of shit the hard way, dude. To the toot of your own horn, that's uh, those lessons resonate so much more. They're more personal. They're yeah, more personal. Definitely. I mean, I went through. You know, it's different. It's like 
if my parents tell me, and this is this was my this was my problem growing up, just mainly in the was well, it was more like this. This was my problem growing up. Was that my parents always said, you know, you know, and they they gave me good advice, like you know, you should avoid doing this because yeah. well, I so and so. I'd, and, 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 you know, I'd, I'd be an airplane. I, you know, of course. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, and then I'd get curious, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I, I be, because of that stubborn, you know, oppositional defiance, I've, I've learned a lot of shit the hard way. Yeah. But you know what? All in all, I, I can say, like, had I listened to my parents, like, they were totally right. Yeah, that's often how it's it goes. as crazy as my family is. They're nuts, but, and I'm nuts, but... They were right, you yeah, know. There is wisdom and experience. And, right, and people often keep a better eye out for each other than they do for themselves. Totally, because they have um, they have the uh, they lacked the foresight before. They didn't know all the things they know now. And once you've gone through something and you've experienced it firsthand, you don't want to watch somebody else repeat your mistakes or go down the oh, same sort yeah. of course that you are. And then it that the thing that's annoying about it is that. That's portrayed as, like, hypocrisy on the end of the person that's already done that's it. That's always felt like the most painful thing for a, a parent to see. At least, you know, in, in my shoes, as the kid, what they seem to talk the most about is the most uh, painful past experiences with myself. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was, when I was uh, like, probably... <clears throat> oh, I was... Oh, I was in elementary school. I had to have been. Oh, I probably knew you by the time. I lived... Okay, so me and my brother, we, uh, you know, instead of arguing in the house, we actually took it upon ourselves to find boxing gloves. Oh. And uh, we were shirtless. I mean, there's just like, we, we lived in this uh, HOA condo complex where there was like a grassy area, and then there's this cute, cute uh, girl that lived down. Oh. Anyways, anyways, that doesn't matter. That that actually doesn't apply to the story at oh, all. There wasn't I just any to, territory dispute? Why, in regards no maiden to- calls? Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> Were you trying to establish dominance? Like, trying to figure out <laughs> yeah, who like- the alpha male was between the two of you? Yeah, so so we knew which one would, would strike in. Was there know? literal pee and cornflakes every morning? <laughs> to establish you know what? Dominance. Me and my brother used to prank each other. Like, oh, like no. we would, like, like, once I put salt on his toothbrush, and then oh. he put Bengay on my deodorant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we used to really fuck with each other, dude. It was hilarious. Honestly, Icy like, hot in the boxer son. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> maniacal. Brotherly love is maniacal. Oh my good, it is maniacal. Do Do you have any siblings? I don't actually. I interesting. I, had, I almost had a um almost a stepbrother. Almost like through marriage. Um, oh, 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 by it. But they ended up get, getting married. My mom and the guy that she was seeing at the time. So oh. I lived with him for. On and off for four years, so I kind of understand what it's like to have a sibling rivalry or have a, like not even a sibling, a sibling rivalry, but just like a, a camaraderie with you, like the person that lives with you. And um, I always wanted siblings. I just my mom, I don't know. I think my parents they didn't have much of a they didn't have like a, a super happy relationship. So I don't think having more kids would have made yeah. it much better. You know, at least they were smart enough to realize like. Having kids doesn't fill the void in your relationships at all. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, we stay together for the kids. Or, right. you know, like, oh, we want to maintain the family. And it's like, at what at what expense? Like, your happiness and, like, your kids' happiness. And, mm-hmm. like, and your spreading your time and, and emotion just far too thin sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I know, like, you know, growing up, you know, um, I, I mean, I was, I was very... 
like a very angry child. Like I, I would, I would literally get violent. Like in elementary school and stuff, I would, I would get violent and uh, like freak out and um, that was bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I don't. It's weird. They didn't put me in anger management for some reason. I, you know what they did though? They they put me in therapy. And you know what? Let me let me say something. Um, let me give you a so let me give you background on my dad. Uh, his name is Brad. He he is an absolutely incredible musician, both from a standpoint of theory, knowledge, and practice, and has his little. You know, he has his own recording studio in his house, kind of like kind of like I do. And um, yeah, he's he's just so talented. And uh, he was so he, a little background. He's been in the he had been had been in the um, entertainment industry, music industry for like thirty plus years. You know, yeah, you mentioned that. That's right. So, so what's interesting is he, he he one day he was just like, "Dude, I'm not. This isn't fulfilling." So he decided to go back to school with only uh, with only an associate's degree or a bachelor's or something. Yeah, it was. I don't know. He went back to school. He he ended up with a master's in clinical psychology. Oh wow! And um, got certified as a licensed marriage and family therapist through the BBS and completed all of his three thousand hours. Oh, a lot of them while he was in his internships in school. Yeah, I was. So he 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 really. I mean, like that's fucking admirable. Yeah, just you to know, have that work ethic and to have the ability to spread yourself through like all all these different avenues and the great part is he has his space and you know what i mean i i love him for who he is for everything he's given me and that sense of accomplishment that one can find some peace in yeah finally getting there yeah you know what i what i find interesting about uh roles as far as as far as uh like you know um what was aristotle I think established role the he wrote this it was like I have an abstract of it somewhere it's basically he 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 talks about he discusses like um the hierarchy of of different social uh uh, uh identities like father brother son yeah grandfather it can all be the same so depending on what you match up with where it turns. So, Aristotle had this whole system, um, and, uh, I, and it's kind of, over time, I, I actually discovered it. I, I didn't used to respect authority. I didn't used to respect my parents. I didn't. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what I learned was, um, just through, just through, well, first of all, me feeling like an asshole for, <laughs> you know, for me and Dick. Yeah, uh, sleepless it, nights and all. Yeah, just like, ah, oh, fuck, you know. And, uh, but, but you know what? Me and my family are super close now. Yeah, no, I've, I I can tell. Like you, um, when I went, even out my, you know, I time. love even my stepdad. He's a he, him and him and I, we're we are like, uh, um, a <laughs> dumb and dumber, and I think I'm dumber. <laughs> Is it a saying at all? The hottest of fires forge the strongest of bonds, or something? I. Yeah, but sometimes the worst of trauma. No, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just not worth it, folks. <laughs> yeah, All right, it. fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, dude. Every relationship ever. Never. Insulate yourself. Yeah, Isolate. I don't engage anyone. I am asexual and have no friends Isolate. or family. Isolate. <laughs> Isolation. <laughs> I collect postage stamps in masse. 
but, knuckles well, of I, jars. Or like or like Carl. I can imagine a guy named Carl or Ralph or like or like Ebend. Or like some like weird <laughs> I, have a, I have a mason jar full and, uh, of like belly button lint. That's, belly button no, that's lint a guy named Sydney. A guy named Sydney. Yeah. That's a, some guy named. No, you know what I imagine? Gehrig. That's like not even Gehrig. Gehrig. Or like or like weird ass name. Or like David instead of David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Dude, I just I would end it. <laughs> Sket. Just like instead of Scott. Oh, David. You know, like David and Goliath. No, no, yeah. David, David, motherfucker, David, after David. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh my gosh! All right, and we actually do. We do have another topic to cover. We have one more topic to cover. Oh, um, please. Let's see. Thank you. But first thing, uh, we're gonna be right back, uh, guys. Uh, don't flake on us and stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, frosty, but no flake.
computers, you can't transfer it, you know, transmit it through, you know, sonic waves. So yeah. you almost clear enough. Yeah. Why, you know what? I'm sorry. Every listener, you, you, you've just been in, infected. It's because listening. Yeah, clearing your throat's become like masturbation at this point. Like yeah, you just don't want to do it in public. You need to find a private moment. Private moment to do it, and if it happens in public, you just have to be like sincerely sorry. You're in enough of a hurry. And you're gonna get stares. So you're just gonna. Everyone's gonna be staring at you. <laughs> don't worry, I'm the not. The differences are few and far between now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are going to the going to the west, to the east, north, south. Mordor, maybe? Oh, I like this better. We are going to play a game that I did not tell you about. Alright. <laughs> um, it's called the Lyric Game. Lyric Game. We all have to bounce off of each other at least once bar. My name is Ben. And this is when. Come back again. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Want some fry? Oh, shit. It was good. <laughs> hey, don't quit. <laughs> this game bullshit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds Look at that later. <laughs> I'm on the spot here. We don't have Parker tonight. Let's do it. Let's give each other more space to Ben is my name with. And honestly this flame ain't going out. To the south, to the west, to the north. No, I'm just kidding. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> You're German freestyles right now. Yeah, you just blew us out of the water. I didn't know you had. Wanna, I, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait. Tool in his arsenal. No, wait. Okay, hold on. Ben on a German freestyle later. No, no. What I, I, I know that I know. Hailing from the Deutschland. Like, don't put me on the spot. Yeah. No, no. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, you I know, no, no, I know, I know, uh, I know the lyrics for, um, almost lyrics for my type, but bro. So, I'm gonna just jokingly make myself look like an idiot here. No, that's not gonna work. Yeah, I'm more of a... Oh, yeah, actually, shit, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Meine Zeit ist jetzt alles kommt. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. I fucked up. Oh, it's okay. Wait. Meine Zeit ist jetzt alles. Oh, yeah, I fucked up. I don't remember. Holy shit. I listened to that. Dude, I used to binge that. I love that album. Oh, this is a sick organ solo. Mean legs. Relish in that. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> need to catch up because I'm keeping up, you know? Not really. That bass Does anybody it? actually know what ketchup is? Ketchup? Like, I know it's... Sugar, bit of tomato. Did you call it just ketchup? Like, instead of ketchup, there's ketchup. What? Yeah, there's ketchup and ketchup. Oh, are we about to be schooled on something here? Here, I'll look it up just because I want to, like... I remember literally... Are you sure it's not a tomato-tomato kind of deal? Alright, look this up. I gotta, I gotta see. I'm gonna give you, uh, music to look this up to. Ready? Ready for this? Ready? 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. 
is it spelled katsu? Are simply two different spellings for the same thing. Okay, so I guess they're just, you can use them. Tomato, tomato. So, so basically, it's retard pronunciation and normal retention. <laughs> I, I just, that was normal an accident. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, Asaferan. I swear to Zod, Ossifer, I'm surfically pober. Just to start, just start like, no, like making like DJ noise, just like, I'm perfectly sober. In the cops, and I'm like, just looking at you, like, what the? Sir, get out of the car. He's not drunk, but he's up. He's probably thinking, this guy's on meth or something. Uh, this guy's been having a good time. Uh, let's just restrain him now. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. All right, so uh, this next topic, I think uh, we already talked about it with uh, Rob here. So let's enter the segment. Oh, that segment entered me. <laughs> All right, so uh, right now... Uh, this topic is very interesting, and I think uh, those who are familiar with the music industry, admire the music industry, know someone in the music industry, have any association with their songs. But I think this is going to be a more powerful discussion for you because of the, the change in the nature of the industry. So right now we're going to talk about how the music industry has basically got from major to indie with the impact of COVID-19 preventing large gatherings, therefore large productions. It's kind of crazy. I see it. Like I've been, I've been hearing a lot more independent artists lately. Like just like on Spotify, just in general. That's more what crops up. That are yeah, like uh, that are being featured on different playlists. They're being um, <clears throat> advertised more. I feel like they're being promoted more as versus they were kind of they're at the forefront now instead of being <clears throat> just background music. Um, I feel like even pre-COVID there was an evolution with the music industry and the accessibility and the availability to people like with, with Chance for example like Chance the Rapper is a good example of somebody who didn't go through a major record label and was still able to retain all of his his creative license to his music but now doing incredibly well for himself and that's something that while it is more difficult it's possible and I think that with COVID now there's even more incentive for people with their extra time and their remaining sanity to try to pour themselves into some music and uh I think it's also just people are looking for authenticity and they're looking for something that's real and I don't think Top 40 is going to reach that it's not going to be that cathartic experience. You know, and honestly, I can't right I can't say that I I relate to the taste and style of mm. most of that stuff. I look, I listen to stuff like uh like um Animals as Leaders, Tron, Pliny, um Polyphia, Oh, a lot uh, of prog rock and stuff like that. A, a math rock, prog math rock. rock yeah. yeah, I'm into that shit. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a keyboardist, you know. So yeah. obviously, if I and I'm, I, you know, I was raised around the Foo Fighters. My mom was a huge yeah. fan, no, and like true. Creed and Tool and and all them, you know. And that at the time of me being, that was like heavy metal at that time. Oh, it's totally, yeah. You know, the, more or less. There wasn't anything heavier than Tool at the time that they were coming yeah, out. The yeah, and I, and this is... Sound. Oh. Exactly. See, just, yeah, it's like, uh, I, you know, I was in middle school, right? I, and uh, um, Colina Middle School in, in Thousand Oaks, I met... And that's where I met one of the best drummers I've ever met. I, I God, you know what? If he listens to this podcast, he... he 
you call me motherfucker. I haven't heard from you in too long. <laughs> I try get out. No, I keep yeah, out. Yeah, whatever. Sizzle. Phone uh, it's, it's about you. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. No, I love the guy. He's a very busy man. He's a very busy. Shall man. he remain anonymous? What's his What's his fellow's no. name? It's uh, Garlorth, Lord of Doom. Oh, Garlorth, Lord yo. of Doom. Pen name? That's no, pen? that's his birth name. Oh, I'm just kidding. Better. It's not. <laughs> I was gonna say that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. I said that with a completely straight face. So I was like, yeah, it's a you know, Garlorth, Lord of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Name's Frank, Destroyer of All Worlds. <laughs> Is that right. with a D or with a T? <laughs> well, now with like the suggested for you, made for you tools on all these streaming platforms, it's been a boon for the verify, verifying. No, adding variety to the taste. I mean, verifying them too. But before then, I had to dig, like, to find artists like Wax, Jeff Rosenstock, well, before he was in Bomb the Music Industry and such. Yeah, totally. I remember getting back in touch with you, and I was throwing all of those at you, basically. Yeah, I remember that. You, you sent me a lot of music that um, we didn't realize that there'd be a lot of middle ground between us where our music would kind of intersect, um, especially in that kind of, like, post-punk kind of... Um, oh, yeah. Like, more emotional, still, like, rock music, you know what I'm saying? I I enjoy that a lot, and I found, like, a lot of the music I've been listening to recently has been um, kind of in that strain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, you'd have to be in the right headspace and maybe with the right experiences to have a taste for, like, Days and Days. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. That's a very neat, very small... But it screams to the... Emotions, if you definitely, the right and stuff. the angst of being poor and living in a society that doesn't give a shit about you, really, yeah, yeah. and and being very self-aware and recognizing like you're kind of just insignificant, <laughs> but like yeah. it, it gets kind of gloomy. <laughs> but there's also matter. a lot of like behind it is this upbeat, cheery kind of like their progressions are always something that I would hear out of like right. I don't know. It, it the, there's a contrast in the in the sound and the lyricism. So I love yeah. stuff like that. Like Joyce Manor is a good example mm. of that. They're like an emo kind of post punk oh, band. That yeah. I mean, um, even in the '70s, you got a lot of like if you just hear it from a distance, it's like oh, this is pleasant and delightful. And then you hear the lyrics, and it's like oh, it's about a guy throwing throwing himself off a church steeple. Yeah, no, it's something <laughs> dark as yeah, you know, morbid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> American Pie, that's another one. Yeah. Have you ever seen, you know what, I, as much as like, I'm creeped out by Woody Allen, uh, um, I, 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 have you ever seen his, it was 1977, it was, uh, oh, Annie Hall. You ever seen that? No. God damn it, it was funny. Was it? Oh my God, dude. Back the halls with balls of Annie? No, no, well, oh my God, bro, it was, it, dude, he is like, he is like the, he is like the epitome of... It just his persona is ridiculous. You gotta check his it out. Persona. His persona, his whole persona, the whole Woody it, Allen, his the character, he Woody, the character he plays. Oh. It's it's it, it it's it mirrors basically his his stage persona. That that oh. that, that, that that very you know you but know it's that more yeah saturated, <laughs> cartoonized kind of. And he has that you know, that you know that you know. <laughs> kind of like uh, Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What do you mean I can't do take food off his plate? I ordered it! <laughs> Something you would say. <laughs> oh, my I want gosh. a little bit of ranch on my pizza in a fancy Italian bistro. <laughs> God damn it, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. How much you paying me, though? That's the real question. 
Alright, guys. I'd like to thank my co-host, oh, Josh here. And thank you, too. Um, my heroes, uh, Radio Heroes, uh, Howard Stern and Adam Carolla, and my guest of the night, Robert Moreira. It's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on. Do you mind if I plug a, uh, a promotion? Go for it. Okay, uh, I have um, music under the alias Bleak Boy, and I should be releasing an EP within the next month or so, just trying to finalize the last track. Um, there is a track available online on... Um, on Spotify, and that's going to be called What If I Told You by Bleak Boy. So check it out if you have nothing better to do, and I uh, hope you like it. Uh, do you get, does Bleak Boy have an Instagram page? Uh, currently, no. I just wanted to have more content out before I put out and started promoting myself. I wanted to be able to, like, um, I want to have the music done and then wait about a month before I release it and just give out little snips, snippets or like little previews of tracks. And there's, I have a whole methodology to it once I have it set up. I just wanted to have like substance there before I did it. But um, I do have a Spotify. So if you go on Spotify, I'm a verified artist. And then you can go on there and my single will be up there as well. Perfect. All right. So, here's my call uh, to action, and uh, it's uh, it's very important to me that uh, I communicate this to the crowd. I think, and you know, you've, you've seen some of the guests we've had so far, you know, the, the idea behind, the biggest thing I support is just to be creative and joyful at home, using art and music, or any type of creative expression that, that frees you from whatever, whatever the fuck you're trapped in. Be without artists right now. Yeah, exactly. Be, you know, everything would be up in flames right now. Dude, it, even needlepoint. Yeah. So, um, I don't even need to go into the benefits. There are too many to go into right now. Uh, I need to shout out my family, all the hard workers with Public Works, and to Ove's Records, and uh, my buddy and excellent producer concept again thank you robert for being on my show thanks for having me i very much appreciate that so right now what i'm going to do is quote uh, i i I wrote this uh, like i guess you could call it a poem and i quote this after every episode and it goes um peace in my space chaos all around me the world is well the human's sick High hopes ahead, stim- stimulus package promising. Come fall, we hope falls the virus. A strong future ahead, but perhaps a rough pathway there. Eventually change will come, and I quote, This too shall pass. I'd like to thank my family and the Brazuelers, the Brazuelers, the Brazuelers and the listeners. And uh, here's what's next. We're going to be uh, speaking with uh, a, an illustrator. He's he's worked for automotive uh, aftermarket design companies, uh, parts companies and stuff. He as an artist. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. Guess what? Yeah, you. That's right. That's all we got. Thanks again. Good night. Yeah, 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 y